Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, the podcast where we take a colorful look at life, diversity, and the game of golf from the other side of the green. Over the next hour and change, you will definitely hear explicit perspectives penetrating your ear. Enjoy! Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Negro, please. Breathe, Negroes. Hey, that's a shit. We back, nigga. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Breathe, Negroes. Hey, man. We are home, man. Welcome back to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes. It's been a while, man. It's been so long, but we are back home. Home. Baby, I'm home, I'm home, I'm home. Hey, we home. Shit. We opening the door. Hey, we back. And it's before the end of the year, too. We told you we was coming back. We was coming back. And it's the holidays and shit, man. This is our Christmas show, man. Christmas came early because the Negroes is back. You know what I'm saying, man? We back. Jingle bells on your ball. Oh, oh. Now wait, hold it. That's played out. Hit it. Oh, shit. Hey. Don't you give me all that jive about things you wrote before I was alive. What? This ain't 1823, ain't even 1970. Now what? I'm the guy named Curtis Blow, and Christmas is one thing I know. Happy oh, holidays about this time from I the Negro. With a rhyme. Hey. Man, I realized I could probably could have been a rapper back in the day, man. If that's all the shit you had to do. Curtis Blow is. You couldn't wear them tight ass leather pants. Right? <laughs> That's why he had all them. It just real short sentences in the rap. Exactly. That's all he had the air for. Come on, you man. Johnson, we got too much ass for them leather pants, bro. Just hey, man. Had to always suck up that air, and then he had just a, like you know a couple bars, and then he had to. <laughs> had them pants in that man. Jerry curl, man. Stall, was, you gotta stall, watch where you gotta watch where you walk. Stall shit. Curtis blow out, man. Hey, welcome to Don't Be Alarmed. We're Negroes. It's E Mitch. Big sexy, big non-fundamental. But the one thing I still do is. The champ is here. The champ is here. Yeah, I'm in the building. And on the other mic, I got my boy Shug in the building. The big macadamia nut. Redbone Jones in the building. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Kahlua for the holidays. That's when I bring it back on the <laughs> right. Kahlua, baby. Kahlua. Kahlua on that ass. Um, but yeah, we we you know, we doing it better than Cam Newton did it for sure. Yeah. Um Ooh. and with less hair. Ooh. But we're here. Yeah, we're, we're here. here for you all. And we got our guest. He's he's not really a guest. He's part of the show. That's right. Family. We, we family. We got Sugar Nips Booger in the building from San Diego, still able to play golf and not be affected by daylight savings. Welcome back, Sugar. What's going on? It's the Rolex wearing, Cadillac driving, nipple sharing. <laughs> Just what I do. <laughs> what I do. <laughs> 
Sure, give us a rundown of what we doing today. Well, good thing this is just a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we need them videos. Yeah, man. We're coming back to you this episode. We're going to get back into the golf news. We got some big news. I think y'all know, but we're coming back to you. Bringing it to you uh, in only the way that the Negroes do. Yeah. So this week, we're going to get into the PNC Championship. We're going to go back to the match which uh, there was a match struck during the match. Ooh, there sure um, was. Yeah, we got to go there because, you know, it was it was a good match for, like, maybe the first hole. Um, <laughs> there we going to get into, you know, uh, Lee Elder, man, um, icon. Uh, he left this earth, but he left a le- legacy and a legend that will never be uh, forgotten. So yeah. we're going to get to that. Um, great story. We got a golf story here for you. Uh, and Curry, Steph Curry did something amazing. We're going to tell you all about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get back into the front nine and the top nine. We're going to yeah, talk about the top Xmas toys that you got for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get back to what are we hating on? We know y'all love that. So we're going to give it back to you. And then the gigging golf song of the week by Russ. It, uh, it's called salute featuring West side gun. And Styles P. And then you, you know, as always, give our final shout outs to close out the show. Yep. Love it. Good show. Hey, you guys get your Christmas shopping done yet or no? No. Okay. No, I don't have to. Why not? Because my daughter's Jewish, so Hanukkah, bro. Oh. So you got to, so do you buy, have to buy more gifts? Well, she used to double dip, so she would do Hanukkah. Then <laughs> she'd ask for gifts on Christmas too, because my you. Yeah, that's you how know, you black do it. Folks, we try, she try and get over. So yeah, Hanukkah. You get eight days of Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. So so what do you so does do you start with like maybe something that's not does it start low and then go higher or does it does not does it not yeah, does it matter? It doesn't matter. But with my daughter, I just ask for a list like you'd ask for a Christmas list. Mm-hmm. And, and I was I'm a firm believer if you if my kids is doing the right thing in school, straight A's, good kids, whatever on the list I get for them, they fucking up. They get they don't get shit. So, <laughs> there's no in between. It is or it isn't. Um, any good food, man? Any any good food from uh, on that side? Well, no. Nah, she she wants like for Thanksgiving. She's like, I just want you to make some mac and cheese and some greens. We good. So oh, it's the same thing for her. Right. Yeah. That's tough. Right okay. On, All right. Well, I can appreciate that. Uh. Holidays, I, I, you know, this is one of the favorite times of the year. Everyone shouldn't be frowning and shit like that. Just like this is a time of year where everyone should be happy and shit out here. And so, uh, you know, I appreciate that. Um, let's roll into, uh, let's before we get into our golf news, let's talk about Lee Elder. So he passed away not too long ago, and we didn't get a chance to speak on it. We t- spoke on it on the Red Cup Boys, but uh, uh, did not talk about it on our golf show. So Lee Elder passed away. Such a big impact on golf itself. Um, so what did Lee Elder mean to you all? I mean, I I think when you look at what he had to endure um, in the time that he had to, like, even try to play golf, I think a lot of doors were closed. So I don't even think we got to see his full potential, even when he did get to play and the enormous amount of pressure that he did get to, you know, that he had to play with. I mean, I so much respect to that man and 
you know, for what for what he and his family probably, you know, even after the fact had to endure because of the fact that he wasn't recognized for so long. Right. I think it went, you know, till 2000. And I mean, we talked about it earlier on one of our podcasts, but, you know, 2021 was the first time that he was recognized at the Masters. Right. You know, that's tough. You know, the man is it was it would have been nice to maybe, you know, if he could have been celebrated earlier because then we could have all enjoyed it. Because you see you see older golfers, you know, come back that are, that are that are Masters legends and that played in the Masters and you know, they get to you get to see them, they can still swing a golf club. You know, right. it's sad that he couldn't do it back then, you know, about the uh in this past year. Yeah, that's true. But I think iconic man and and just to the the road that he had to pave for not just Tiger but anyone of color to even have a, a chance to to crack that door. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's 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 twofold for me because you look back and you think black history, black forgotten history because we aren't taught that history. We mm-hmm. have to go search it for ourselves, and I think this man paved the way and us at our age we think tiger woods and he was well before then i mean augusta first black person to win it but when tiger won it nobody mentioned lee elders i mean he is just an icon and should be celebrated every day when it comes to golf just amazing at the first time it first time there 1975 at augusta then 22 years later, came back, 23 years later, came back and won. He's just a great inspirational man. Not even just an inspirational black man, just a great inspirational man, period, and should be celebrated. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had a lot of uh, athletes that had to go through turmoil. You look at what uh, Muhammad Ali went through. Uh, you look at some of the stuff that our earlier basketball players, Bill Russell, probably had to endure playing the games. Um, you just and that's my that's the biggest point because we hear about those people. Correct. We, we hear about Muhammad Ali and Kareem and all those people, but you really didn't hear about Lee Elder until he passed away. Sure, or and, when he had to show up to, for the Masters and ceremony and stuff. Oh, and you I hear about that growing up. So I, that's just yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with like the exposure to the sport, right? Because yeah. really, like. In history. We're we're not paying attention to golf and then golf history on top of that, you know, and it it it's interesting. Like when when we started this show and we start looking at the documentaries and watch watch that documentary Muni and all those things like that, you're like, whoa, like, you you know, you kind of deprived yourself. But, you know, we were talking about dunking basketballs and running touchdowns and running track and doing all that shit. You know, we weren't worried about golf, you know, so um but well, a, I appreciate him because go ahead, go ahead, man. I was going to say he's, he's, he's like a unicorn. Yes. And I, I appreciate what he done because you, like you said, we're used to basketball and football, stuff like that. Right. <clears throat> so we got deprived, but even with that being deprived of that, you still get to embrace it later on in life. So it's not forgotten. Mm-hmm. And then now us as adults have to carry that on. So our kids know. Sure. Their kids know know that history, but it's like uh, we were talking before the show. But um, there's a, you know, people often get the story confused, right? They think that Tiger Woods is the first black player 
you know, to to win a you know to win a major or to, you know, but he's not right. And so I think, you know, this is an opportunity to go back and kind of learn your history too, and and figure out who these people were that paved the way, right? Um, there's another story out there. Uh, I was watching a documentary on um, Bubba Wallace, and they were talking about how a lot of people today, when he wins races, they still can they still will say, "Oh, you're the first, you're the first, you're the first. And he's like, "No, I'm not." <clears throat> There's actually a race. There was a there was a race car driver before him, and I think he had to learn that. Yeah. Like for him personally, he had to kind of learn that, and then now he embraces the role and say and saying that, oh, hey, there was people before me, you know, and the, the gentleman's name is Wendell Scott. Um, but uh, these guys like Lee Elder, Wendell Scott, um, you know, I'm trying to think like <clears throat> the, the the top of mind tennis player that, that comes to the top of my head is Arthur Ashe. Like, what did he have to go through? Right. Um, and he was black and gay. And exactly. Right. Yes. So he had to he had to endure a lot of different things that other people never did. And in a time where things were different and you were looked and your color really meant a lot and you, and these are sports that you shouldn't, you know, that, I mean, that, that I'm not shouldn't, but you know, that we couldn't get access to. And that's what I'm saying. You know, it's just, it's an amazing, um, mental, it's just amazing, a ment- just amazing mentality to have the, the power and the perseverance to go through stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, and I, I, I encourage people, no matter what race, color you are, where you're from, is to look stuff like this up because there's so much history lost, forgotten, not spoken spoken about, where us as growing up, you think white people have done so much in America, so we get pushed to the back. And black people, Native Americans... Indians, Chinese have done so much for this country that we don't speak about because they don't want us to know about it. So do your homework, look it up and see where things were done and just educate yourself on all cultures. So, you know, if we're supposed to be a melting pot, stick your foot in it, cook in that melting pot. So, you know, (laughs) yeah, not not just your own, learn about other cultures too. Yes. And I think, you know, for all the, uh, I mean, I know we fuck around a lot. We, we have a lot of fun on these podcasts. Well, some of y'all have uh, fucked around and dabbled in a lot of other cultures anyway. Yeah, yes, yeah. sir. Sharing <laughs> is caring. <laughs> and? <laughs> all right, sorry. I just <laughs> want to throw that in there. Yeah. So I'm just saying, man. It's like, you know, it's it's uh, for all the fucking around we do, and we have a lot of fun. But I think we, we are when we really get down to it, we're about our knowledge, too. And, you know, I think that that's important. And, and what Boog said is go out there, do your research, man. Even if you don't know, just start typing in some things and one thing will lead to another. And yeah. you'll start to learn things that you never, never thought you would. Facts. Yep. Just so, don't type in Pornhub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no queen of spades out, action out here. Um, <laughs> moving on. Rest in peace to Lee Elder. Uh, we we shout shout you out for sure, um, and you'll be missed. And we appreciate the history and the pathway. And, I mean, it's important for us because we're Negroes out there and we're playing golf. And so uh, he really paved the way for us, you know, even in the the little munis and stuff. So, uh, with that being said, let's talk about the other Negro 
that has made waves in the news. We are talking about Mr. Tiger Eldrick Woods. So big cat is back. Yeah, man, the big cat is back. So he was uh in his sponsored tournament, he didn't play, but uh he came out and answered a bunch of questions. The thing that was very interesting, they were asking about how serious the accident was. And uh I mean the my my guy almost lost his leg, man. We almost had a three legged tiger out there. Um so it's kinda crazy that you see that. And then during that week, right? So he's asking, getting asked, asked questions about the accident, him playing golf again, uh, you know, all these different things. Like, does he want to win another major? Is it possible? Um, and he tempered expectations. But then what does he go and do? He flips around, and while his sponsored tournament is going on, he's on the range putting in fucking work. Decent work with the leg sleeve. We got leg sleeve tiger out here now. Um, what do you guys feel about not only him at the press conference, but knowing that uh, as we speak in in a day and a half, uh, he will be playing with his son. So happy, happy, happy to see him back. Happy to see him back, and especially with his career, because it's always later in his career. There's always been something that's going on where he's out for a little bit. And he comes back, and every time he comes back, he show improves at some point, and you see him. Especially the last time he came back, and he was winning, right? He was winning. Then he decided he wanted to drive and not have a driver, so that fucked that up. So we'll see how it goes this time. Them <laughs> <laughs> corners too goddamn fast. Well, fucking with that LA traffic. <laughs> it's good. I mean, I'm, I'm. I think I shared the same, you know, perspective. We're excited to see it, man. I think he has very low expectations. Yeah. But I think the the coolest thing to for me to see is how excited he is to play out there with his son, man. Yes. And I think a lot of I hope a lot of fathers are kind of watching this and they they take a they take the time to kind of I think Tiger is all about now. I mean, I, I know he's a real competitive dude, but I think now that he had that brush and experience with death. I think his whole perspective on life is different. And I, you can kind of see it when he's hanging out with the son, man. And to me, that's a, that's a beautiful thing, man. So I hope a lot of son, like a lot of sons and, and fathers out there, man, I hope you can look at that and say, it should be about the game and you're playing it because you love it. It always takes like something real serious, right. To kind of flip you. Right. Like we all have these life experiences and everything like that. Like I remember, my dad dying and I was young, like I was like 21, and it made me flip to say, hey, I need to take care of my mom and do all these things, and it made me different. And then when my mom passed, it made me a different person and want to enjoy life and, and made me remember how she was like with me and enjoyed all those milestones, and that's how I am with my kids. And so I think Tiger had that same situation. He was like, hey, man, I get to play in this tournament with my son, who he knows his son is looking forward to this tournament. Yeah, he, they, might, they might go out there and really kill it. I don't know about all that. Uh, um, and it's funny, me and Eric was talking earlier. It's funny he said a, a thing on Tiger and his son. 
they are exact. They, they say they're twins. They have the same allergies, the same tics. They don't like the same foods. So I don't know because he's around his son all the time. So his son sees that or, well, you can't say allergies because you're around your son, but it's just so weird that everything's exactly the same. But with that point, I, and it's funny because with Tiger, because his dad was such a hard ass, I think Tiger took that in and said, I'm not going to be the same kind of father my dad was, even though he was a great father and taught me the game. Yeah. So hard on me, that's who I became. But I want my son to enjoy life and decide what he wants to do and not have to go through that, that mental state. It, yeah. It's interesting to see because it almost seems like when you look at LeBron and Bronny, right? Mm-hmm. LeBron is not super hard on Bronny. He says his kids a can fan. do whatever. He's a fan of them. And what has happened in that is Bronny is like, my dad is the greatest player in the world and has been and has done all this stuff. So he goes and studies it, and it pumps him up. And I think Charlie does the same yes. thing. So he says, not- my dad is Tiger Woods. All these people, when I was little, wanted to be around you. You wear this red shirt on Sunday. I want to wear a red shirt on Sunday. What does that mean? And the older he gets, the more it's going to mean to him. I'm telling you right now, yeah. we might have a beast on our hands. I'm going to tell you. A monster. Mike, a monster. have you seen him play? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, he's coming. <laughs> he's a beast already. Yeah. And he hasn't learned the game yet. Yeah, it's a talent. I mean, when you look at and when you look at the the whole PNC field too, I know we're going to talk about it in a little bit, but it's 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 uh it's it's loaded with a lot of with a lot of those kind of those those important stars, yeah, but important like relationship type yes. pairings, right? A father and a daughter, right? You see those out there. There's uh you know and that just changed. It did, and it I did. think that's cool. I think that's cool, man, because yes. you got Billy Quarter and her dad out there. Yes, um, and then um, you uh, you see kind of a lot of father son, or I think there's uh, a couple brothers that are playing together. Like to me, that's special shit, man. To me, that's like that's that's on top of the world of, the, of golf, dude. To me, yes. this I mean, this tournament, even though Tiger and Charlie are in it doesn't get enough recognition because of this is a time for at the time of the year where we're, you know, all about family and, and things like that. But you look at them playing together and, and just doing things and, and it, it makes me want to play in tournaments with my son cause he's picked up golf, you know, and, and do shit like that. Uh, it, I just think it's awesome. Uh, we'll talk it's about a, it. Which one way I think, it's a way for, for people to kind of like, if, if you like, let's say like we, we know a lot of cats who are kind of maybe looking for something to get their families into. It doesn't have to be golf. It could be something, it could be something different. Like you guys can go play whatever it is, whatever it is y'all like to do. Look at this example, man, because I think there's a, there's a lot of things you can figure out what you can do together as a family or try to find something that brings y'all together. Right. That's what I think this 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 tournament's about. Yeah, it's funny that this tournament was just like a charity tournament, pretty much. <clears throat> and they were saying last year was big. Tiger was played in it last time. This time, the ticket sales have been crazy. Everybody because Tiger's in it, sure. so it's good that it puts Tiger was in it and it puts it in the forefront. But then you see why it's in the forefront because it's family. It's about family. And doing things with your family, enjoying those 
those simple small moments, like when I fly out there and we all play golf, yeah. those moments yeah. are great. We have so much fun. Yes, I agree. I was fun. Well, and and golf all together, right? Like you get to be outside, you get to party, or not party, but drink a little bit, listen to some music, kind of kick back and relax a little bit. You're not in like a tournament like I just won, you know, a few oh, months ago. Oh, my goodness, that was a long time ago. Enough, man. Uh, the champ is here! Hey, can, can, can I, can... Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Man. All right, no, I'm but done. Can we, can, we, can we give a... What we need is more cart service action out there. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. That's the one thing that, that was lacking at every course that I played at this summer, man. Like, there was far and few between. No, that's your problem. You worried about cart service. No, in I'm California, just... In Cali, what we do is we bring our own bottle. We sip on that till the cart lady comes. We get a drink, tip her well. When that's done, we drink on our drink again until she comes around again. Oh, well, I'm doing that too. We'll see. Yeah, but this is the problem. We never get a chance to see the cart girls in many a times when she comes to us. Like it's too cold out there. It was not cold. It was in the middle of the summer. These motherfuckers just got drunk and didn't show up to work. <laughs> and that's that's on that's facts. Yeah. So yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But shout out to Tiger Man. You know he uh, he's making his way back. Man, it's it's crazy. He went from losing a leg, talking about this stuff, tempering expectations. And then the next thing you know, this motherfucker's out at the range putting in work, looking good. I'm telling you. And that was a setup, bro. That it, was a hype up. It was. But it, it also makes you appreciate like what kind of rehab regimen did he I mean, he had a lot of injuries and he's like a really focused person. Like, what was he doing to recover from this? Because remember, we saw him like with a with a crutch. In a wheelchair, it was it was two two months ago. Right. Okay. Just imagine it's modern medicine. Just imagine medicine if it was back then when we was playing sports. He's probably doing that shit they did in Star Wars, where they soaked him in that water and shit. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Yes, wanted that wanted shit where you in that whole yeah, they just had you up and shit. You just floating and shit with the oxygen mask on your on your shit. You just you know. You wake up and like, oh, is this Darth Vader? Oh, I'm not Darth Vader yet. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm still a regular motherfucker with just a new hand or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. shout out to him. Uh, appreciate you coming back. Hey, we have some golf to watch in December before the season really starts. And that's why we're back, man. Christmas is early. Not only are the Negroes back. Yeah, we got golf to play. The Negroes are back. And Tiger Woods is back. Merry motherfucking Christmas to you guys. Yes, sir. Playing on Sunday. Yep. So let's roll into the match, man. So that was right around Thanksgiving time. Um, I made the mistake. Dumbass. And chose Bryson to win. <laughs> Dumbass. Hi, man. Dumbass. Man, you like that dude. Man, I I like him because he's nerdy about golf and he does some scientific shit. He does some stupid shit sometimes, but... I mean, you, you can't argue with some of the science he does, but yes. Uh, yes, you can. Okay, because he doesn't he doesn't lead in majors, he doesn't lead in championships, so the science ain't working for him. Name any of them out there that's doing that shit, though. Okay, who do you play in the match? 
play Brooks, but Brooks, okay, Brooks has won some tournaments, but he ain't. He's he even got more killed. majors than him. Okay, yeah. Brooks. Brooks is more serious about shit, though. I think too. I, I'm saying if we talking about the science and all that and the numbers, you can't talk numbers when the when I ain't about science and shit, and my numbers are better than yours. And that's why you went for the wrong person. These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Fuck off! When, when they originally when they originally announced that these two were going to be paired together, I to me it was the automatic. I'm going with Brooks, man. Exactly. I have to go with Brooks because of the way that he approaches the game. The silent assassin. Yes. Awesome. So he's serious about his shit. I think Bryson is too caught up in. So you know who? Look, I'm gonna. I'm and I'm not saying they're the same person or whatever. But the problem with the that the the Steelers have with like Chase Claypool. <laughs> he's always fucking around and yeah, doing other shit. He's always into the social media and worried about everything that everybody else is doing. Like his issue, man, needs to Bryson needs to chill out and be be. And I had to get loud because there was a fucking. I don't know what was going on out here. <laughs> like the rough ride. I think. Hey, Ali, was that you? Oh, <laughs> I thought that was Ali rough riding out here, dude. In the middle in the middle of December. At fucking almost ten o'clock at night, but Bryson DeChambeau and I—I I love he wants to know the numbers and the stats, but know your lane. Yeah, he's like that nerdy kid who wants to be down with the football kids. That's not you. At the at the match, he's gonna bring out cupcakes with Brooks Kepa's picture on it and stuff and talking shit. That ain't you, bro. You ain't that good. You had to pump it up because guess what? If they how to work out for him? It it didn't matter. Yeah. It was entertaining. And that's why we watch the match. That's why we have Charles Barkley and Phil Mickelson on the mic because it's well, entertaining. Charles can be on the mic. Charles can barely speak English. He's got to be on the mic. He's on the one of the greatest sports shows in American history, if not he the greatest. Talk. He but just always not- talks. His words are always like with his his mouth is open at the end. It, it doesn't I think matter. Charles Barkley is Asian because he needs subtitles. Hey man, come on man, you you got to get off uh, of, off of Chuck, man. Charles, come on, bro. You can't tell me Charles can speak proper English. It doesn't no, matter. Oh you you understand. You understand. Half of the panel, half of that fucking inside the NBA panel can't speak proper English. And we already know. Johnson. We yeah, know Johnson can't even speak proper <laughs> English sometimes. Man. Well, we know Shaq got problems, but Chuck is worse than Shaq. Yeah, that's At true. At least Shaq be like, follow the ball. I be lost. I dribble and I don't. Chuck be like, I, I, I just want to get my mama got some milk yesterday. I shot. <laughs> Come on, he man. Says, he always says Alabama, right? <laughs> man. The, the, but the thing is, right, is that. And he's always on San Antonio, man. And, they, and he they, hates women in San Antonio. Hate, oh, my God. Yeah, he says he says a lot of things about them that's just. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty tough. Uh, I find women in San Antonio. Yes, it's pretty tough. I want to uh, see. I, I want to see the fan mail from from people in San Antonio. You know what the worst part to me is? I when I was in Arizona playing, I, he used to come to the club, the sticks, and his wife used to come too. Yeah, and his wife was a cheater. Okay. And his wife was not that fine like that, bro. So you can't talk shit about something when you ain't got a 10 plus. <laughs> and I'll put it out there. Chuck, I hope you hear. Your ex-wife was not a banger, bro. Oh. And she was cheating. Yo. <laughs> so it is what it is. Oof. 
Came in, came in, Booger came in hot today, huh? I'm just saying, you can't talk about oh. a whole city when your your main piece was cheating and ugly. Where's the shots us? Yeah, I mean, jeez. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Shit, okay. What? I'm going to tell you this. The the match was 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 good. It's a good thing to have. Um, I think we need partners okay. in that. Um, because those two guys, like if it wasn't for the theatrics and everything like that, it might have been a little dry, actually. Yeah. But the crazy part is, is how they were talking in their ear the whole time. Like they were yeah. talking mad were shit, talking especially Phil. Phil was, Phil was talking shit. Was. Yeah, Phil, Phil is was great. Funnier than I thought he was. Phil's funny ass cat. Yeah, yeah, he is. And he knows how to. He knows how to fuck with you. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. He's one of those. But he made the bad bet like Eric too. So man, fuck off. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. Well, yeah, bad bet, man. You. It's, you, you want to know what a bad bet is? It's Here not being go. outside with no sunscreen or not taking mm-hmm. care of yourself, properly moisturizing yourself in these dry like, winter days. You're going to end up like KD? <laughs> you will end up like KD. So don't end up like KD and go hit up your eyes only aesthetics. And we haven't done this show in so long, so I hope this commercial loads. All right. Hey, golfer, gals, and gents. Hey. This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skincare, available only through a trusted esthetician like me. When I'm outdoors, my go-to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine. So enter a coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, enter coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyaesthetics.com. Again, that's www.youreyesonlyaesthetics.com. Thank you. Black Barbie, and make sure you send a package out to Kevin Durant, KD. That's right, please. Wow, and I'm so glad that you, I'm so glad that you spell that out because that's a that's a lot. Yeah, maybe KD didn't realize he needs to hire an esthetician like my yeah, niece. Definitely does. <laughs> oh man, Whew. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> hey. He just w- needs- can can you can I buy some new skin? Is anybody, <laughs> has anybody got skin for sale? <laughs> he needed something. Yeah, it's tough out there for him. Yeah, he need to go just man, fuck a hot tub. Y'all notice he's wearing higher socks and longer tights now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's taken away from yeah. the skin tone. His yeah. skin regiment. Yeah, it's a wrap. He turned into a light skinned nigga. <laughs> he got that bear lago. <laughs> Come on, man. Man, he got that that Sammy Sosa, Michael Jackson shit. <laughs> I'm just it is his uh one layer just gonna peel off. Mm. I, oh, I quit. Yeah, please, <laughs> please, please stop. Hey, let's get into the PNC. Like so a lizard. <laughs> PNC. Great family event. As Boog said earlier, the tickets have skyrocketed because Tiger, Tiger Eldrick Woods 
and Charlie. Little Tiger, Little Cat is playing in this tournament. We have a great field. Um, as we mentioned earlier, man, uh, Nellie Corda and her father are playing in this. We got Matt Kuchar and Cameron Kuchar in here. Gary Player and Jordan Player. Vijay Singh and Koss Singh. Justin Thomas and Mike Thomas. So is that his son or is that his, who is that? Uh, I don't know. I just see it on a list here. We're going to find out when we watch on Saturday. Um, And then, of course, you got the big cat and the little cat in here. Uh, Just some good times. Oh, John Daly and little John Daly is out here. Turn up. I bet you it's a party. I wonder if he's going to be smoking cigarettes with his dad. I said, I hope they both sober. You know, know, they like to drink over that family. Yeah, they going tough. Um. So, who's your pick to win? Huh? Said he's gonna be like, give me that moonshine. <laughs> come on, come on, shit. That's BJ. That's BJ's son. Oh, that's no nah, man. That's John Daly's son. You asked who was is that? Of course, was uh, oh, BJ's yeah. son? Yeah. Oh, I got. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's that's what's up, man. That's that's dope, though. Who are you guys picking to win this? I'm 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 kind of torn because I Justin Thomas's dad they they rocked it last time yeah but I think I'm thinking the the Furyk the Furyk family might win it this year okay I like it um Suge any idea where are you going you know um I, I might have to go. I think Stuart Sink, man, and his son might be able to do something. Okay. And then my my sleeper, my my super sleeper is the Cordas. I think they might. I think mm. they might be able to do something. They was on my list too. So I like the Cordas. Um, I'm I'm a I'm gonna fuck with Sir Nick Faldo, and and his troop, you know, to get something done. And then my sleeper are the Coochers. Mm. So. Yeah, that's a- you know, let's let's see what happens there. Um, the interesting about this tournament, because everybody's about Tiger and his son and stuff, but there's some stuff in the background that's going on. So have you guys heard about this stealth driver that Taylor Made has out there? No. Uh-uh. So they there's a picture of this stealth driver that is supposed to be their new driver that's supposed to be coming out to the public soon or whenever. Um but it's their new driver. They're hoping to release. But Tiger is actually supposed to put this in play this weekend. Well, I got to talk to Mikey and them and see what's going on. It's interesting uh, to see. Um, but it looks like the, the Sim series. It does, but it's all black and it says stealth on it. So we don't know what's going on, what they've done to this thing, what the player edition is going to look like, what the the edition that they give to the public is going to look like. But – I fucks with the the Taylor May drivers for sure. Yeah, it's me too. called carbon. This one has says uh, carbon wood on the side of it too. Carbon <laughs> wood. <laughs> I got the sim too, so yep. I'm, I, I I fuck with Taylor May. Yeah, and so. Um, oh, there's a plus. Oh shit, there's a plus. Oh, oh. We 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 don't need to be using no pluses. No, I don't use plus. It's a little big now. Better than a minus. <laughs> we, we need to soup the plus the minus plus <laughs> as long as it's like the Midas touch man exactly 
who got the mightiest touch. Yeah, that's the shit. Um, but it should be dope. So pay attention to Tiger uh slipping that in this weekend. Um and and let's see what he actually does. I actually think since there's no pressure, he might play pretty well. But I look look for little little cat to to do his thing out there, man. He he was carrying his dad last year and uh I think he looked forward to this tournament all year long and is as prepared for it. He's gonna go out there and kick some ass, so you're gonna see the little fist pumping and shit. Yeah, I like it. And it's it little that's a little that's a man, they oh and, and one thing to mention, man, is that um that you know that little spoof thing, uh like with the little social media joint where they have him as uh Doctor Evil and then Mini Me. Yeah. Well they showed it to Tiger Woods, man, because he had I don't think he had seen it before. And they had they had put Tiger over him and then uh Charlie over little mini me. And they showed him the clip and he was he was dying, man. Like that shit was funny. <laughs> so, I think that's what you're really gonna see, man. I think his son is is really dedicated um and has the same kind of a drive as his pops. So it's gonna be cool to see. Yep. I totally agree. Uh let's swing to another feel good story of the week. So Steph Curry breaks the three point record and he's honored at the biggest gym, according to some. Uh some. Everybody. Uh well some. He was at Madison Square Garden and broke the three point record. Uh um, everybody for the Lakers says the Mecca. Everybody in basketball says okay. Okay. Let's say a lot's happening at it's, let's Lots happen at MSG. Yeah, it's the Mecca. Okay. But he broke the record here. And they're going to hang a banner of him breaking the record there because they ain't got any other banners to hang up there. Whoa, but, bro. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, but. Stop us. They <laughs> highlighted Curry in a story. And so he was playing golf and just getting around in. And these kids are, are hooping. And doing all that stuff. And what does Steph do, Suge? Man, my man climbed the fence, went over there, and gave those kids the best shoot around they ever had, man. <laughs> and then hopped the fence back and continued to play his round. Mm-hmm. How dope is that for a superstar to pause what he's doing in his personal life? He doesn't get a lot of time to himself, and he loves the game of golf. He loves the kids. And hop over a fence and do a shoot around with kids and play with them and everything like that. And then hop back over the fence and just finish his round. That made me respect him even more. And he probably didn't even want it covered. You know what I'm saying? And so it's it's just dope to see. He's a real big fan of the golf game. But uh, doing that and for those kids to be hooping and seeing that he's golfing, what impact will that have on them? What did you guys think of the article? I thought it was cool, man. I just – he's a he's a special individual, man. And I think, um, you know, he sees ways to bridge a lot of things that need to be brought together, right? Right. Um, he He's a real giving person, and you can kind of see that. I mean, I – you know, in NBA in, in NBA sense, we all know he's a Hall of Famer. We all know that he's given every single team problems. But I just think that as a person, he's way bigger. He is as great as he is as a basketball player, man. 
I think he's way better as a person. Yes. I, I read the story and I was not surprised at all. If you look at how he plays the game, how he is with his wife and kids, mm-hmm. how he carries himself throughout life, even like the special appearances in golf and stuff like that, I, you expect him to jump the fence and play with them then come back and play golf. You can just tell he's that type of person. Yeah. He's that type of person. He's not the kind to be like, I ain't got time for you type of shit and I'm too busy type of shit because I'm playing golf with some friends. No. He knows what his name stands for and what he wants to do and how he wants to portray himself. Is Michael Jordan jumping that fence and playing with him? Nope. All right. (laughs) Do you think he is? No. No. Hell no. Exactly. Is Kobe? (sighs) No. You know what, though? Kobe, I don't know. Kobe was about the kids, especially later in his career. He was about the kids. He did a lot for he, for the girls' basketball team and Kobe shit like that. Kobe might have finished the round and went back to that house. See, and that's the I difference. That's the kind of okay. that's the kind of dude that he that he was to me. Like when I see that, but I don't no. think Kobe is shunning the kids. Uh, no, whereas I, like whereas Mike uh, Mike is gonna be like, hey, you little fuckers, get away from the fence and go yeah. over there. How much y'all? How much y'all got? Yeah. See, to me, Kobe and Mike was the same. I don't think Kobe would have went there. I think Kobe might have went back. Yeah, I think Kobe had – he was a killer instinct on the court like Mike, but he had more personable attributes off the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it came to women in hotel rooms. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> my bad, my oh, bad. There's my no bad. Kobe slander. <laughs> what, please? You Not can talk yet. about the Mecca. I'm going to talk about Kobe. <laughs> Your no. mama named you Clay. I'm going to call you Clay. <laughs> hey, there's no Kobe slander on here. Okay. <laughs> um, but that was a dope story. It really um, was. And it just around the holidays to just, we're all about the feel good shit on here. And, and that was dope. So salute to Curry and everything. We appreciate you. And he was looking fly doing it, but the only thing he was missing was a motherfucking golf gents lid. We got to send Steph a golf gents lid. She, like, you look fly, and and the golf gent, yeah, we gonna send it to him. The golf gents has the dopest golf gear for the weekend golfer. Golf gents has awesome masters line and has some of the dof- dopest golf lids. Head over to golfgents.com. and actually, if you use code Holiday, you'll save twenty five percent off of your order. That's code HOLIDAY. Head over to www.golfgents.com for your casual weekend golf gear. Yep, 25. FYI, if you ever fly to your cousin's house, a.k.a. E-Mitch, make sure you steal stuff out of his office (laughs) so you have to ask for it later. Because I didn't didn't take nothing. I saw all the hats there, and I should have took some shit. For real. I, I was... I was trying to be household respective, but next time <laughs> I was a guest before. I'm stealing shit, everything coming out there, just fly. Word. All right. Yep. I feel that. At the hotel, robes. <laughs> All you start seeing shit on Craigslist. Don't get mad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Woo wee. Nail that shit down. Chill, chill. Man. So let's get into our front nine. Um, this front nine is about your best Christmas toys you've ever gotten. Think about that shit. I was thinking about that all day and our parents used to lace us or Santa used to lace us. 
with some some fly ass shit, and um, you know, it, parents worked hard and Santa worked hard, whatever you want to say, and you know there has to be some shit that stood out. So, Booga, what stood out to you? Like, what are your, some of your top things that you've received for Christmas? Top thing, I'd say like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. When mm. I got the green machine, that yeah. was popping. I loved that. But I one year, and this is my skateboard years, E, you know. Yeah. Just before I got a little sponsorship when I was in Germany, I always wanted a Ray Barbie skateboard. And mom was like, you ain't, I'm not buying you no damn skateboard. Your fat ass is going to break shit. <laughs> But she, she knew I was good with my shit. E, you knew I was good with my shit when I came back to the States. Yeah. Woke up for Christmas, had that Ray Barbie with the trucks, and I had the wheels on it exactly how I wanted it. I went out flossing that day, killing the game, bro. Yeah. We went out to the half pipe. I'm throwing backside airs, blunts, 360 kickflips down handrails. The day was done. Most memorable ever. Love it. Love it. Should what you got should oh, okay yeah so I can <clears throat> so I think for me man the the things that that I that I go back to is there was one Christmas man where my parents kind of went all out um I, there was this uh, I got a pool table and a hockey table oh shit and they were the ones that you can plug in and play yeah you know and, and later on right there. Uh, yeah, it was. It might have been, you know, in the house, you know, in the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it was cool because I know they worked hard for it, and you know, I, my parents weren't really uh, handy, in the fact that they put that shit together. I think I had to tighten all the fucking bolts on it and shit. <laughs> but they, but I, you know, but they, 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 I loved them for that, man. Um, and then uh, one year I got a, I got a Nintendo. Um, that mm-hmm. was that was big shit because uh, which, which Hunt, Nintendo Nintendo sixty four no the I'm talking the oh, original okay. Nintendo so the Mario Brothers I got the Duck Hunt yes um, and I remember I think the one game that I got uh Double Dribble I remember getting Double <laughs> Dribble and um fuck what was the other game that I had at that time. You hit the corner right on double dribble. You can make threes yeah. all day. Yeah, yeah. You, man, man, I tore one. I tore my cousin Keith up so bad in that shit one time, man. <laughs> he had never played it, and that man, I, man, I fucked him up because you know I could steal the ball, and then I would just be like, dude, dude, and then, <laughs> and I, I lit his ass up. I think I beat him by a hundred or a couple. Ooh, shit. Um, yeah, man, I, woo. Man, those were the days. And then um, basketball season was usually around the corner from Christmas. So my mom um, would always ask me kind of like what, you know, what shoes, what shoes are you interested in? And I would kind of give her a couple of the ones that I liked. And then she would choose from, you know, she would choose the one that that made the most sense. Um, But I remember one year I got the, I got the, you know, remember the React Juice, the Larry Johnson's, the grandmama's. Yeah, I got a pair of those. Um, one year, my mom got me a, a pair of the Barclays. Nice. Um, and then one year, I remember she got me a pair of the Jason Kids, and I actually fucked my foot up playing basketball in those Jason Kids. But till this day, 
I loved those shoes, man. Um, the owl. Yeah. But just up tempos, and I got a pair of Jordans once. So just I remember just different shoes, um, you know, growing up was were important for me. But just, you know, the fact that, that you know, I got to say, hey, I got a, I got some say in it. That was cool for me. Don't. You know, you know what's funny before Erico? I can't remember a time where my mom, like, shoes wasn't a big thing in our house. Mm-hmm. Like, for her to buy for holidays, we'd always get our own shit be it the side hustle or not. So it was weird how you're talking about the shoes, but I wasn't like for Christmas time, I want the new Jays or Iversons. It was never like that in our, in my, with me and my brother. And I really never forced the Jays. My mom would ask me like, well, what ones do you want? Like, you know, what do you, what do you like? And I would tell her, um, and then, you know, I would really never just, for me, I always liked the other ones. I liked the Jays, but, you know, I just, for me, it was, I liked the other ones more. And then I was the only kid too. Oh, so selfish, well, I, I mean, for me, it was different. I mean, we really didn't <laughs> have to. I didn't have to compete, but with you know, my mom only had to buy one set of gifts, so <laughs> it was different for me, man. Well, for me, my mom, you know, she, my mom and dad, don't would, lie, e, you know, I was there. They would go hard. I can't lie. Like, <laughs> okay, we, we was cool. <laughs> And so, like, I mean, I remember getting like the Nintendo and the and the Segas, but the one thing that really stood out for me, well, I had a couple. So the first thing was there was this computer, and uh, I actually have it in my basement now. Um, and she saved it in a box for me, and she was like, "Do you always got to remember this? Because this is where you got your start." And I remember that it was a computer that had like this, like where you could write programs and create your own game. Is that that same computer mom had in that small ass den room next to the room downstairs? Yes, it was that computer. And so it and we didn't have a monitor and this computer you had to hook up to a fucking TV. (laughs) And I would sit there for hours and program that thing and get frustrated. I couldn't get it right. But what kind of a connection did it have to hook up to the TV? Bro, it had this box like, you know, the box thing and it had like the two U Things that you had to slide up in the back of the TV. Yeah, and it had to switch where you go from TV computer. Yes, that one. Yeah. Oh, shit. and mind you, I'm Eric's older cousin. That's why I say I told him don't lie. Yeah, and I'm, I'm listening to the rest of his list because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you two things I know he enjoyed so much for Christmas that he got. So go ahead. <laughs> and so that one it it stood out for me because of course I'm I'm great at IT and I write software and participate in that and do a lot of things for big companies and stuff. And so that had an influence on me. The other thing I had one year, they surprised me with this like giant size, big wheel thing. It was like a road runner. It was like, like adult size, big wheel. And that thing used to get it. And I used to love that thing like no other. And that was a good time. Um, we always used to get the shoes and shit, but the, we would get the Jordans and stuff. My mom had no problems buying that. And it was cool and stuff. But when we got middle school, I just appreciated her uh, paying attention to our fashion and shit. And we were trying to be like Bobby Brown and and the rappers and shit like that. So they would buy us all the fly shit, denim jackets. I remember how these. IOU, dog. Huh? IOU. IOU was a shit. Right. Uh, I had one LA year, gear boot. I got the whole outfit one year and got pictures of it when the golden child. Oh shit. Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. I yeah. had the hats and everything. <laughs> hey, I gotta see that shit. I'll, I gotta, send, you, I'll send you a photo, bro. I gotta, I gotta see that everything. Shit. 
me and our cousin uh Bobo Trevis. Yeah. We was in the yard together. That's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> but the best part about Christmas and the best present I got is to be able to go and hang out with all my family because what would happen is you would have your own Christmas, but our family would make sure that we went and said Merry Christmas to every family, and we would rotate going to everyone's houses and just hanging out. And that, to me, is what it's about. And it's funny, Eric's facts, Um, but it's funny because – we would do that, our family. We would rotate to each house. Like, my mom would be like, okay, open your presents, yada, yada. We're about to go to Ann Ivory's house, Eric's mom's house. But every house you went to, no matter what, there was a present for you at that house. Yes. There was a present for you. And it wasn't like, okay, you got a little gift card like they do now or some small stuff. It was like your Christmas again at a new cousin's house or aunt's house or aunt's house. Yeah. So Christmas was all over again. You wasn't just getting no bullshit. But I remember one year... He got a drum set. Ooh. This shit. motherfucker played drums every time he came over for hours and hours. Man. He's like, let's go in the room and play video games. I'm on my drum set, bro. I'm about to get out. Man. And that was that was me, man. I played the drums most of my life. And I, I still to this day, like I appreciate my mom. Like I remember that drum set. And I remember being at Colorado Springs Music and she saw that drum set and I said, Mom, I want this drum set one day. I was playing the drums for the church and them them church drums was so beat up and everything. But I was like, hey, I want a new drum set and everything. And she got me that drum set. I'll never forget that, man. It was and like it's not like it was like a drum set, like you get a kid drum set. This dude had a full concert. Yeah, man. Like he was going on tour drum set, bruh. The whole basement at the basement corner was a drum set. Booger. She wanted you to have a full on experience, man. And yeah. you guys want to know something that's, that's very crazy? If you go down to my basement right now, I still have that fucking drum set in my no, basement. No, you don't. That's, that's my first like. drum set is still in my that's basement. That's the one I thing she made sure. It's there. Stripper pole and a drum set. Yep, it's there. That thing. Oh, wow. whoa, stripper pole. Yeah, it's it's there too. But that, <laughs> you know, I, I'll I'll play a set while the people get on that pole. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Wow. <laughs> And let me let me tell you, man. These these uh these those those fucking big wheels you're talking about, man. Yeah, they're like six. They're like six or seven. Yeah, hundred. Do you know what we need to do? We need you to buy we some. Need to no, or, we need to go. We need to shout shout them out. Shout them out and have us uh, give them a big wheel so we can come out here and cruise that shit. That was a a very special moment for me. So shout out to the big wheel makers out there for the adult big wheels. Hear us on Don't Be Alarmed with Negroes. And we need three big wheels sent to to two areas here in Colorado and one in San Diego so that we can have a good time and advertise for you. I will ride up and down Mission Beach all day long on that big wheel, stroking them. What, 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 you said what? Well, hold on. You said what? Riding them. I, you heard stroking okay. them. But- I, yeah, I was- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you already got your nipples out, man. So I don't know. You know how I do all day. Oh, geez. all day, <laughs> and that takes me <laughs> to <Garlic> buttered nipples. <laughs> oh, shaking bake, come on. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, crazy things we've seen, let's uh, take it on over to our hey, hey, hey. 
hate section of the week, man. This is the time of the week where we can talk about anything we're hating on. So if you don't like nipple talk, you're probably hating on our show. Yeah, you're a liar. <laughs> and probably both of them. Yeah, who don't like a good set of nips? Exactly. Um, <laughs> sorry, Red. <laughs> sorry, I do like a good set of nips though. It's nice. Um, but <laughs> but uh, let's talk about what we're hating on on this segment of hating of the week. So, uh, book, what are you hating on this week? I'm hating on a sorry-ass job that misleads you on some bullshit. Oh. And we had this conversation earlier. I ain't going to call no names, but don't hire me for one thing, and you're going to downplay me for another thing. Fuck you. Fuck your couch. Fuck your mama's couch. Fuck your finance department. And I am the finance department. So <laughs> fuck who I work for and fuck who I'm in charge of. You mm. sorry rat motherfucking bastards. I'll be gone on the 23rd. I bet you that. These nuts. Ooh, he came hot with it. Uh, Sug, I'm going to leave you for last because I'm sure you got something great. Um, yeah. I'm hating on Daylight Savings, so I'm just fucking with my golf game, man. And, uh, you know, the champ is here. I'm the reigning champ. And, you know, I was getting into a groove again and playing and stuff. And you wake up, it's dark. And... You finish your your daily activities, your hustle and everything like that, and it's dark again. And this shit sucks. It's just fucking with you. And it messes with your attitude. You get all tired and shit because it's dark and you're like, I don't want to go out there and do nothing because it's dark and cold and shit. I'm just not fucking with that. And then the second thing is I'm not fucking with all you Scrooges, okay? This country has been through enough shit the past two or three years. You shouldn't be mad in Walmart and upset that they still have Christmas shit up. You know why? Because it's the fucking holidays. And if you're not happy, take your poor, funky ass and sit at home, okay? Because we don't want to hear your Scrooges and telling people to turn off the Christmas music and shit. Turn that shit the fuck up. Because that's the one thing we fucking need. We need something in this country to bring us together. Families together time together we've been without each other for so long it was great to have booger come out and hang out with the fam it was great to be here and podcast with a bunch of people in my home it's great to have all this stuff and we're trying to get back to that but y'all's funky asses won't put on your fucking mask and fucking get anything any shots you guys were raised up and had all these vaccines and shit in your arm and now you guys want to fuck around and 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 politicize this shit and i'm just over it i just want to get back out and hang with people and do things and not worry about this stuff so stop being a scrooge about that enjoy the holidays it's christmas holidays christmas is next week hey if you're upsetting your scrooge i hope you get a cold in your stocking and a big fat sack of these these nuts all right fuck them fuck them i'm done reggie you're up and so you know i'm gonna kind of go off the on those same lines there um you know i had an experience actually on thanksgiving where i had to go to walgreens to get something <laughs> just because that was the only place that was open you know what i mean yeah so going to the Walgreens in this this old Uncle Ruckus 
type <laughs> motherfucker is sitting there kind of yelling at the at the clerk, like just kind of giving her a fucking hard time and has the audacity at the end and is bitching because they're busy. And then this motherfucker wants to pay and change. Pocket full of pennies. So for one, I'm like, all right, well, it's Thanksgiving. Should I should I really say something to this dude or not? So he's proceeded to be a real fucking dickhead to the lady. And so when I paid for my shit, I actually went out there and knocked on the motherfucker's window. <laughs> oh shit. And I let Patty, I let him I, I'm sorry, man, but I had to let him know. I said, I said, I said, excuse me. I said, do you realize that it's fucking Thanksgiving and you just fucked it? You, I said, you just had to go shit on this lady like it's like she did something wrong to you. I said, she just helped your ass out. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me. He said, oh, uh, you know, you don't know nothing. I said, I know you're a stupid motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I said, man, I said, if it wasn't Thanksgiving, I said, I drag your fucking bitch ass out that car. Ooh, get him. I was like, I don't, and I said, I don't give a fuck, man. I said, you need to start treating people with respect. I said, otherwise, someone will won't respect your ass. Mm. So my point in this whole story is that people are out here trying to do their fucking jobs. They're doing the best that they can. Yeah. They might be busy because they're backed up. They don't have enough people because motherfuckers don't want to work. Yeah. So if you're one of those motherfuckers that wants to complain, about how busy people are, then maybe you should go get a motherfucking application. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. And help these motherfuckers out. Yeah, man. Because if I have to go out here and see some more people get treated like shit just for doing their job, I'm I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull your card. I'm yeah. gonna let you know. Yeah. And that's facts. And that's facts. And that's a public service announcement from Sugar. Don't fuck with customer service people. Yeah. Don't be no dick. They doing yeah, their job. Dick, man. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Yeah. These nuts. All right. And that's what we're hating on this week. Hey, it's the holidays. Get it together, people. You know who Someone else? might get it together for you. Yeah. You right about that. Get your tune right the fuck up real quick. Um, Speaking of getting things together, Moto Caddy got us together. Yes, man. When we're able to play golf, when it's not dark outside because of daylight savings, we are out there in the with the M5 GPS DHC electric caddy with downhill control, electric parking, brake, nine-speed settings, GPS, onboard charging, which was charging your phone while you was playing the Beats, mm-hmm. and many other features. Moto Caddy is the number one cart company in the world. Can get you right for the course today. Head over to motocaddy.us and check out all the dope push carts and bags and shit they have to offer for sure. And we have something special for you as well. It's the holidays and we don't have no discount code. I just want to say that. So just go over to motocaddy.us and buy you some shit. Mm-hmm. And do it. And do it. And you know what? And you know what, Motocaddy, you know what we need? Can y'all put some like floodlights? That's on- a good idea. On the on the push carts, a light in the front. Could, yeah, we could we could play golf when the fuck ever. So and 
Yes. He said floodlights. They got a battery that's really nice, an ion battery. So just yeah. a little light in the front or that you can it. hit LED, a switch. You know what? Fuck LED. It. I bet you LEDs would work. Yeah. Fuck. Something that's not battery draining, very nice. So, Motor Caddy, I know you listen to us. Hit us up on that. And then also, we need like an attachment where you can slide like some kind of speaker in there. We don't want to use our cup holder. We want to yeah. use some kind of attachment that goes on the side, just like a another little notch. That's just like or, round or squared where we can just slide a speaker in there. Or a magnet. It would be dope. So shout out to Moto Caddy. They get us yeah. right. We love them. So yeah. that's that. Hey, so golf gig and song of the week. You know, Suge, you and I have played with the idea. So we have Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes. We've got fucking Red Cup Boys. But we also thought we have a lot of friends that have very vast music knowledge and have varying opinions. And so we're talking about putting a music show together uh, for featuring new artists, old artists, going through albums, giving our opinion and stuff. So uh, look out for that if we decide to do that. I think it would be a blast and it would expose a lot of things like imagine going through the 36 chambers. With us, imagine going through MC Hammer's. You can't touch this. It would be it would be entertaining, right? And so uh, we may do that. Eddie Murphy's or Eddie Murphy's. Uh, my, you know, my girl likes to party all the time. Oh my shit! My girl likes to party all the time. Party all the time. Hey, that was a cut though. You, you, our our uncles were probably two stepping in the Elks to that shit. They were. So they were. We, fuck around. When the girls danced to that song, you knew she was for the streets. <laughs> wow you you were probably correct on that though goodness um so did they have did, did they have uh nissan ultimas then oh that is the number one uh, that was the, the nissan centras back then oh shit <laughs> i remember those too you're right well in those centras they were always playing the beats and so uh the golf gigging song of the week is salute by Russ, featuring Shugs, one of his favorite artists, which is West Side Gun. And then look, look at who's out there with them. It's Styles P. P, get him. You know, so let's let's hear Salute. Yeah. Yeah. Let me talk to him. Yeah, yeah. Sun is beaming down, I'm wrapped up in the light May never be fulfilled, cause with the meal comes the appetite Banner white, I make a fortune, y'all just tapping on the screen She asking me if I'm a player, about a draft on the team I gather steam from my shattered dreams and let it propel me I got the juice like Martinelli, my success has been stealthy Under the radar, stay out the graveyard, my mama prays hard I was in Brazil and women treated me like Neymar Rockstar, Sammy Hagar, good neighbor like State Farm So people go to war for me like Braveheart I told the pilot, keep the plane parked, we out celebrating My shows are spirit you think the crowd's levitating I'm still accelerating This ain't my top speed I feel like the one I can't be worried about top threes You swimming in calm seas Good luck when it gets rough I swam through the storms And now the waves don't affect much They mad I stay blessed up They'd rather me messed up They trying to stop my movement But it's you who's gonna get stuck I stay in tune They be chasing news Pumping poison to the people I remain immune Homies carry sticks like they playing pool They play it cool, you never know 
You get the dog once you let it go. You better grow and flourish. Keep your soul nourished. Gotta watch your words around the media. They always got the phones out. Tell them no tourists. I told my mama, go purchase anything you desire. Another million dollar wire in the midst of the fire. The sharpest steel gets made and I'm immersed in the flames. People cursing my name. The person that I became is someone who can get burnt but not be hurt by the pain. But I ain't gonna lie to you, man. At first it was strange. I yearned for the rain. Something to reverse yeah. restore. Man, Russ got bars, dude. Bars. And we're bars. not a radio station. I almost wanted to play the whole thing because he was going. Yeah. But and, the, and the thing, too, is like that the Russ is so, it goes. The whole thing goes. Yeah, that album, the, the Chomp goes. 2. Go check yeah. it out, man. He released it at a time where he kind of just put it out there. There's a lot of other albums that people wanted to overshadow this, but give that Chomp 2. By Russ, a listen. It's for real. No doubt. Well, we're at that time of the show where we're going to give our shout outs. And then we're going to close out the show and get on to some very positive holiday cheer. Make sure you go listen to the Red Cup Boys and follow us on Red Cup Boys on Instagram, Red Cup Boys Pod, and and give us a, a listen. It's a good time. So this is golf. Red Cup Boys is everything else and more. So make sure you go listen to that. So with that, we're going to give shout out. So Booga, any shout outs for the holiday weekend? I'm going to start out with just because of the holiday season when we're talking about our family and stuff. Shout out to the Johnsons and our parents. They were not having a lot Yep. And you kind of figure out when you get older, they did so much for us. Yes. So I want to shout them out. I love Mr. and Mrs. Armstead, my parents, the Mitchells, you know, you yep. know, your mom, your mom, you know how we get down with them 40s. Yeah. There's my time to visit, just straight love. And the Johnson family, we the shit. Always have been, always will be. Um, I want to give a special shout out to them queens out there. Them women who know how to appreciate them men and positive let them know i'm proud of you i appreciate you and i say this not because of the actions you do but the words you speak when you actually look at a man your man in his face and say i appreciate you and i'm proud of what you do for us it's a big thing for a man because we don't get that kind of love men are usually complimenting women you're beautiful you're sexy you're a great mom yada 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 men don't get that same thing back and when a woman does that it puts a man a king on a different level yeah and I want to appreciate, I want you to know I appreciate y'all who, those who do that. So I'm good. That's what's up. Shook, shout out. Um, shout out, you know, I would, to my, just to my family, man, extended family, to y'all. Um, I will say that, uh, you know, this is four years since I lost my mom. So, you know, this time, this time of year is always a little bit tougher than, than most. Uh, lost my pops, you know, my real pops this year too. So, you know, this year is a, a year of reflection, but I also want to say, you know, thank you to them for the life that I was given because, you know, being reflective and all that, you know, I think that, you know, you, like you said, but, you know, your, your parents and your family, they try to give you the best experience in Christmas that you can, that you can have. Right. And, you know, you, there's a lot of kids out there that don't have a good Christmas, man. So, you know, if you have an opportunity to brighten up somebody's world this summer, I mean, not this summer, um, <laughs> you can get them, if you can get them a gift that can last through the summer is what I was trying to say. Um, you know, go do that, man. Go make a difference for somebody that you can. 
um shout outs to my boys um all the all the partners out here the red cup boys um our don't be alarmed crew the hard knock slice crew looking forward to you know new year new beginnings um and shout out to to getting better um one day at a time mm-hmm. well i'd like to shout out uh the fam uh and and as Boog said i want to shout out just uh, the legacy that was set out before us and the holidays. And this was a time that, that if we were bickering and everything like that and there was issues and stuff like that, they, they were squashed for just that moment. Um, so happy holidays to all the Johnson family members out there. Um, even if we don't fuck with each other, happy holidays to you. Um, um, like to give a shout out to... Uh, all the niggas that are going to be shopping on January 27th for their side bitch. <laughs> You're going to get some really good deals out there, nigga. But make sure you take care of home. December 27th. <laughs> take care of your side chick, too. <laughs> and uh, Just a quick one real fast. I'm sorry. Yeah. A special shout out to my water bug. Happy Hanukkah. Dope. It's, it, it, I, I remember your eight days, girl. <laughs> yeah. Um. I also want to shout out... Uh, the little cats that are coming up underneath us. So my son, uh, Jay, um, um, just all of them, man, you know, like they just, they're doing good in school, but for them to perform like they are in sports and keep their sport, their grades up and to just be, be good people. Um, I got to watch Colin, Kalen, Jay, and them boys, get out on that basketball court and play their games. And they ended their basket, their school basketball season undefeated. And prior to that, they had a two sessions and two seasons of football where they were undefeated. And, uh, you know, they had tough games and stuff like that. And, and just to see that and push themselves and just to know that it's not always about the sports, but they're, they're doing their grades and, and getting it right. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to my daughter who went through dance and just finished finals. And she's driving around and will be 16, and it scares the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> and um, just appreciate all the parents that are keeping things together for Santa and for themselves. And uh, everyone get out there and just be happy, hump, and enjoy the holidays. And uh, with that, Suge, take us out of here. Hey, it's that time of year where you need to, you need to really check in on your people, man. Make sure that folks are doing good, um, you know. And and uh, it's it's just important to do that, man. So, with that, we always tell you, man. Um, you know, this is a special time of year. Peace be with you. Peace be with your family. And peace be with all of our boys and our, our Red Cup Nation out there. Yeah. And with on, on that note, we out. Yep. And I got a little something different for y'all. Much love. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Hey. It's big Luther. Yeah, yeah it is. That's her all Luther. And we're out. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. We're complete. This is El Negro. <laughs>